0: The following is a message from Wellsprings Congregation. Hi, Wellsprings. It's good to be with you this Sunday morning. Uh, Our series on being afraid, when I found out that that is what we were doing, it really spoke to me. Um, It may surprise some of you, but I am someone who is uh, afraid a lot particularly historically uh, when I was younger I'm afraid of um, afraid of saying the wrong thing I'm afraid of you know being inappropriate I'm afraid of uh, messing stuff up bumping into things I'm a little I can be a little clumsy and awkward Um, afraid I'm not good enough or smart enough Um, there's so many Things that uh, fill me with fear. Um, I'm afraid of physical harm uh, that may come to me because someone is racist. Um, I'm afraid of just, just so many things of that I fear. Um, the definition of fear or being afraid I should say is feeling fear or anxiety worried that something undesirable will occur or be done unwilling or reluctant to do something for fear of consequences it's no surprise that um, I'm afraid as many of us are we live in a culture that sells us fear, it uses fear to sell us things, and it uses fear and, and our ability to be afraid to um, entice us to spend money on alarm systems or political ideology or, or um, deodorant and breath mints and so on. All of these things play on our fears that we are afraid that we're not good enough or we're not worthy. And um, look at the success of all the procedural cop dramas and and police shows. They all uh, let us know that there's someone out there who is watching out for us and can wrap up our biggest fear which is fear of loss of life. They can wrap that all up in a nice neat bow in an hour and it gives us a sense sense that there's somebody out there who's watching out for us and it makes us feel just a little bit less afraid. And we celebrate those that we think of as being fearless. Those who Have no fear but if you really think about it to have no fear would make you not human I mean it's a necessary part of who we are as human beings to be afraid it goes to the oldest part of our brain and it helped us as human beings to survive if we weren't afraid probably get eaten by lions or attacked by neighboring tribes. or We would make decisions that um, were not in our best interest. Fear, being afraid, is actually good. But so many of us just don't relate to it that way. We don't think of fear as being something valuable we think of it as something we have to overcome or or get rid of and this whole series that that we're doing here at Wellsprings is about how to be with how to be afraid and still continue and move on with that fear i started out by saying that it might surprise you that i'm afraid and You know, I'm someone who takes a lot of risks, and I try things, and I'm always looking for something interesting and new to do, but that doesn't mean I'm not afraid. Fear first came into my life, the first time I really recognized being afraid was my dad. Now, my dad was a strong, independent, African-American man who beat all the odds and succeeded. Uh, He grew up really poor, and he managed to do so many things from being one of the best salespeople at Sears ever, selling air conditioners and refrigerators, to being an entrepreneur and owning a number of houses that he rented out that he rehabbed basically all by himself. But I remember... Probably by the time I was aware enough to sense what was going on, uh, we were going to Cape May or Wildwood for vacation, and I remember my dad gripping the steering wheel and shaking, just shaking and sweating and shaking. He hated driving on highways. It scared him. It, it was, and, and it was the first time I really remember seeing my dad f- afraid and seeing what fear can do to someone, that shaking and, and, and sweating. And um, I also think, you know, given the time, 1968, 69, um, you know, I would imagine there was a good bit of also fear of driving while being black. I mean, it was a guy who was taking his whole family out on the road and driving down the uh, parkway or the Lake city expressway down to the parkway down to the shore and i know from things he used to say that the fear of being pulled over or attacked or beaten up or, or was was a real thing for him it was a real thing. And it was a real thing that actually happened. I've talked to a number of people who, who have had that experience back in the late 60s, early 70s in the city of Philadelphia. So that fear, that, that level of being afraid is real. The way my dad drove to uh, the shore is one way of dealing with fear. You white-knuckle your way through. You hold on and you just, I'm going to do this and I'm going to make it happen no matter what. That's one way of being afraid. I don't necessarily think that is um, the, the healthiest way. It is a way, but it's not necessarily the healthiest way. Or the most growthful or spiritual way, to be afraid and move forward. So, many of you know that I make my living as a, as an artist. I own a studio, and there's two aspects to what I do. There's the technical aspect, which is in some ways pretty linear. You know, you set up the camera, you plug in some instruments, and you set levels, and there's there's some art to it, but there's also, it's pretty technical. The, the things that you do are um, the things you do. You know, you learn the, how to set them up, and you do them. The other side is the creative side, and that's the side that um, really can be pretty scary. Uh, particularly when you decide that, that is how you're going to feed yourself and put a roof over your head. Um, and I'm sure many of you out there do creative things and um, and enjoy them, which is how I got started doing all of this creative stuff. I enjoyed it, I loved it when I was a kid. I spent hours making something, but whether it worked out or not didn't matter because I was a kid and lived in my parents' house and there was nothing at stake. But Every day when I wake up and come down to the studio and stare at the blank screen or the blank page or the blank sheet music paper, I am filled with fear. Now it used to be way worse when I was younger. I, it, sometimes it would be uh, crippling. I can think of a number of times where I found myself, literally, I'm not making this up, on the floor, in the fetal position, looking, calling from my mom. It was that, you know, it's that, um, it can be that debilitating thinking about, wow, what is it? that I want to say? What is it that I want to write? Even doing this message, there is a level of fear that what I'm saying won't make any sense or what I'm doing won't uh, connect or uh, what I'm saying is so far off what I'm supposed to be talking about or communicating and I will look silly or like a fool and there's a level of fear to that. Level of being afraid, but um, what I would say about all of that is, um, I was talking to a friend of mine about this very message, uh, my friend, uh, Casey, and he is a former army ranger, and you would never know it to meet him, he's like the, the nicest. Sweetest guy, and amazingly gentle, and uh, and uh, emotional. Uh, and um, I did that thing you're never supposed to do because I told him I was preaching about this, and I wanted to ask him what it was like for him as a uh, Army Ranger, who are the elite of the the elite, and are asked to do things that None of us could even possibly imagine. And one of the things he said was it was a combination for him of faith and and I want to get this right. He said, um, following your training. And we talked almost for about an hour about this. And he also is a, uh, he he is a, um, someone who also went to seminary school after he uh, was a ranger. And he equated the training to your practice. And so what that said to me uh, was that one of the ways of being able to go through Your fear to be with your fear to be afraid and have it as to honor it to have it as a necessary part of you is to also be prepared and to me what that sounded like or felt like when I think about it in in relation to you, you practice is the practice of mindfulness, the practice of intention, the practice of self awareness, the practice of and discipline of self control. All of those things together. Make it when you. I, I believe when you are afraid, all of those skills and all of those disciplines or practices will will allow you to be secure in your faith, that you can be with and move through your fear, your being afraid in a more holistic way. And I thought about it because in in, in relation to what I was talking about earlier, in relation to my work, um, one of the things that happens inevitably when I have that sense of fear, and and I should say at this point in my life, after 36 years of being a professional creative That fear doesn't exist, doesn't hang around for that long like it used to. And I think that is that I am practiced in doing the things I'm about to do. I take a deep breath. And I say, well, you've created things like this before. And what's the worst that could happen? If they go wrong, you try again. And you have had creative deadlines before you've met them and when there's been a challenge you work through it so let's just start by taking that first step play a note play a chord write something down on the paper take a piece of video and stick it on the timeline and see what happens Breathe and do it again. Now, I I recognize that the thing I use as an example is not necessarily a life and death situation. No one's trying to attack me or trying to physically hurt me, which, as I said, is something that I I am afraid of. But I also have found in my life experience that the thinking about or the anticipation of something that I think is scary is way worse than being in the moment. And I have also found that I've surprised myself by uh, rising to the occasion and being present and using all the things that I've practiced um, to have the faith and also to live up to the ideals that I set for myself. And so I wish for all of us, all of you, all of us here at Wellsprings, I hope and wish that you are able to use your discipline your practice in uniquely creative ways to support your support you and the ones that you love and care for in moving through, being afraid, maybe not even moving through, but just being with, and recognizing that fear is just another part of being human, and a necessary part because it gives us information. It gives us, it gives us a sense of um, how we can take care of ourselves. You know one of the things that i i i discovered in thinking about um the subject of being afraid is that if one can have a um a realistic assessment of what is it can help also help one to figure out what skills that they need to bring to bear move through the thing that they are afraid of or feeling fear around. Um, And notice I didn't say truth. I think truth is, is for the philosophers. But if I'm afraid, going back to the situation that I was talking about earlier, if I'm afraid of not being able to complete something, I look around and I say, oh again, I've done this before. And all of us here have come through difficult times before. We've come through challenging times. We've come through being afraid. So, I wish for all of us the strength and the discipline to do our practice so that we may be able to walk with and through being afraid. Will you pray with me? Oh, Heavenly Father, Spirit, Gaia, Give us the strength and the discipline to commit to our practice so that we may have the skill and the faith when those times come where we are called upon to go beyond what we think we're capable of. Amen. And may you all live in blessings. If you enjoyed this message and would like to support the mission of Wellsprings, go to our website, wellspringsuu.org. That's Wellsprings, the letters UU dot